0: The King's in the North. End of high blood pressure. crossy bossy, Hacker Nation. Welcome to another episode of Paccast and Podcast, where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Oh my God, we won the North again. Grassi, and today we're going to be breaking down the Green Bay Packers' victory over the Baltimore Ravens with the score of 31 to 30 in an absolute crazy game. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to a brand new Patreon member and also a whole bunch of new YouTube members. First on the Patreon side of things, we have JT Thompson, a big shout-out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube member side of things, we have Richard Dempster. We have Matt Mardix. We have John Clement, We have Sophie Vertanen. We have Mark Love. We have Greg Somerville, ZJ13Goat. We have ansom 571 We have Kyle Widmeyer, William Westhead. We have Brandon Reyes. We have Pistol Pete343. We have Daniel and, finally, Dustin Wodke. A big shout-out and thank you to you all. So this game, folks... Uh, shockers, I know this is going to come to a big shock to a lot of people. The Green Bay Packers did not score again in the first quarter. That makes it nine games in the season where they have not scored in the first quarter. They got off to a slow start once again, picked it up a little bit in the second quarter, and then started getting going in the second half. And while we did score two touchdowns in the second quarter, it was tied heading into halftime. There was definitely opportunities left on the field. And before we even break down stats or anything like that, Let's talk about the referees in this game because there was some just bad calls, whether it was no calls, lack of consistency, what have you, and that kind of stuff is infuriating in which you're looking at some of these terrible, terrible calls. For example, you had a really bad roughing the passer call. You've seen this throughout the NFL. Whenever you literally just, like, shove a QB, it's going to get called. I disagreed with that. It benefited the Packers, but really rubbed me the wrong way. You had P.I. on Lazard which extended the Packers drive, which that PI, which looked worse, wasn't called on MVS, which looked significantly worse than what was called on Lazard. And so I'm just asking for consistency there. You're looking at the first quarter where Mark Andrews scored a touchdown in which he pushed off. There was nothing there. And I'm fine with no flags being called in any of those situations. But when it starts getting like, oh, well, you know, I guess we'll throw up for this one and it gets super subjective. I'm just, I'm just not, a fan. I mean, you even look at the PI that was called on Amos. I mean, I just I'm just not seeing it. So, yeah, uh bad refereeing all around. But getting into this game, I had a feeling that regardless of Lamar Jackson being out, regardless of all the injuries, the Packers are going to have a time here in which They were going up against a team that they don't face very often. I think they match the Packers very well. They have a scrambling QB, whether it was Lamar Jackson or it was going to be Tyler Huntley. And Tyler Huntley played phenomenal football today. You have weapons like Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown there. And the Packers, they had a rough time with it. And Mark Andrews, just in the first half alone, had two touchdowns and 95 yards. He wound up finishing the day with over 100 yards, 136, 10 receptions and two touchdowns. And while they did adjust a little bit more in the second half, Darnell Savage was getting constantly beat by Mark Andrews in coverage, and it was just an ugly sight. But let's break down some of the stats for this game. Aaron Rodgers, 23 for 31, 268 yards, three touchdowns, was also sacked three times, as we also anticipated. The Ravens were going to bring pressure. Jones, 13 for 58, 2 for 12 through the air with one touchdown. He also returned to kickoff, which just talks about our special teams, but we'll get there. Dylan, 7 for 22, and one touchdown. MVS had an absolute monster of a game. Looked incredible, and there was a couple missed throws to him too, but five for 98 and one touchdown. Devontae Adams, six for 44 and one touchdown. And the offense, there was missed opportunities there. Alan Lazard could have had a touchdown in the end zone uh, twice, actually. One you know, would have been an amazing catch, but the second one, Rodgers just missed him a little bit. But the, the Packers' offense, again, It sputtered a bit. They go three and out against a good defense in the Ravens, and then they kind of come alive a little bit. It was interesting to see the Ravens go for two points at the very end because maybe they didn't trust their defense, especially their secondary, which was so depleted, to stop Aaron Rodgers with 40 seconds left. But we'll again, we'll get to that. But looking at the defense, yeah, only one sack on Tyler Huntley, and they really, really miss Kenny Clark there. And while we didn't allow a lot of running yards for the running backs, Tyler Huntley had his way with the team. So Kenny Clark being out because of COVID was a major, major loss. We cannot get him back soon enough, including guys like Jair Alexander, Enzi as well, just getting more pressure and being able to contain a scrambling QB because likely we are going to encounter one in the playoffs. So that was the defense. Uh, they struggled a bit in the first half, adjusted a little bit, and then the fourth quarter, Huntley had his way. The special teams... Trash, once again, fired into the sun. There was blunders that were happening on kickoffs. On top of that, you guys had Chandon Sullivan returning punts, which, honestly, fine. I don't care. LaFour said it's all hands on deck. AJ Dillon's on the hands team in an onside recovery, and thankfully, we didn't allow them to recover an onside kick. But, yeah, special teams is still having problems, and you have to wonder if that's going to wind up costing games down the line. But, overall... I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers for a hot second here because Aaron Rodgers has been playing like his hair is on fire. Yes, all that lettuce is literally on fire. The last four games, he's had 13 touchdowns and zero interceptions. He has been phenomenal. And all of that is with a broken toe. So Aaron Rodgers has really been playing damn good football. So the offense, I feel like they're going to get there. Dave Bakhtiari coming back is definitely going to be a huge boost whenever he comes back because the Aaron Rodgers was pressured a lot today. But it wasn't a complete game. It was a messy game, but it was a hard-fought win. And at the end of the day, in the craziness that's the NFL, I mean, the Cardinals would have taken a hard-fought win today. So I understand the frustration that, you know, you're going up against backups. You're going up against a team that has been decimated by injuries. But in this league, nothing can be taken for granted. And a win is a win. I mean, you have the reigning defending Super Bowl champions just got shut out 9 nothing by Taysom Hill. So... A win's a win. Taking a look at the Ravens, though. Tyler Huntley, 28 for 40, 215 yards, two touchdowns through the air, both to Mark Andrews. 13 for 73 on the ground, two touchdowns as well. He was their leading rusher. Murray with 48 yards on seven carries. We talked about Mark Andrews having himself a day And listen, Tyler Huntley played well. He played so well that I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens get some calls about potential trade uh, later in this offseason, considering they have Lamar Jackson, they're going to be giving him a whole bunch of money or whether they just stash him away and go, hey, listen, now we have a suitable backup, which I think Tyler Huntley has proven he is a very good backup. And to kind of like get some takeaways here, there was a lot of history that happened in today's game. So for example, Devontae Adams with a touchdown, he now has 70 touchdowns. He now is number two all time in Packers receiving touchdowns. He passed Jordy Nelson today. In addition, heading into this game, the big question was, is Aaron Rodgers going to tie the record with Brett Favre for most passing touchdowns? The answer was yes. He needed three, and now he has it. So, 442 touchdowns. Number 442 coming to MBS. But you thought for a second he might have broken it in Baltimore, but now... The storyline is written. The guy gets to potentially break this record with a passing touchdown on Saturday, Christmas Day at Lambeau, and uh, that's going to be a special time. In addition, with this win, the Green Bay Packers clinched the NFC North, which they are the first team to clinch a division this season. And on top of that, they are the first team to clinch a playoff berth. They are the number one team in the NFL in terms of record. And what's even better, the Cardinals and the Buccaneers both lost today. Thank you, Lions and Saints. And so they have a little bit of a buffer for those two teams. They still have to worry about a team like the Cowboys, but I know they're playing the Cardinals, so that might take care of itself. But right now, the Packers have a tiny bit of breathing room, but they have it all in front of them. They have three games in front of them, the Browns, the Vikings, and the Lions. Two out of those three games coming at home. So right now, things are looking pretty good for the Green Bay Packers. And to kind of close out the game here, talking about John Harbaugh going for two for the second time in a row and failing the second time in a row, you kind of have to appreciate the aggression there. But at the same time, you have to wonder, all right, Justin Tucker, he obviously is probably going to sink the extra point. Can your defense stop Aaron Rodgers with 40 seconds left and a timeout? John Harbaugh obviously thought the answer was no. And so here we are, the Packers able to pull off a one-point victory. For Matt LaFleur, his first three years as the Packers head coach, he's gotten the playoffs all three times, and on top of that, he's won the division all three times. He's made it to the NFC Championship game two out of those three times. Let's see if we can make it three for three and hopefully a Super Bowl this year. But hats off to this team. They, they fought pretty damn well, and I know that there's going to be people disappointed out there that we didn't blow out the Ravens, but again... I don't think you can take any win for granted this year. Right now, the Green Bay Packers are sitting at 11-3 with the best record in the NFL, and everything they want is in front of them. So the Packers continue their win streak, expanding it to three, and uh, we'll see how they play on Christmas Day. It should be a fun game against the Browns, and they have an opportunity to sweep the AFC North, which I know is going to be tough, considering who the hell knows what that division is even now in Week 15. But... Right now, Packers pulling off a win, playing Lambo Christmas Day on Saturday. And that should be a really damn good time. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How'd you feel about this game? Special teams, what are we going to do with it? Though, hats off to Mason Crosby, who, listen, he's been sinking those extra points and field goals. So shout out to him. But let me know. You guys find me at tomgrassicomedy.com or tomgrassicomedy. Also, should be See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash tomgrassicomedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go!